And uh, we're live. And we're talking football. Holy shit. Holy shit. Like, holy shit. Holy shit, indeed. Do you, do, I mean, let's just go ahead and start this off with a bang. So we're, what, an hour separated from the Sunday night game, FSU versus LSU. Holy shit. What a football game. I didn't expect it to be that. I didn't I didn't expect any of that. Did you? Uh absolutely not. It's uh kind of sad to see how far LSU's fallen. Yeah, uh you could see on uh Brian Kelly's face a lot of times going, uh, you think they'll let me back in Notre Dame? Which they won't because well, I mean, they might. Marcus Freeman looked okay, but we'll we, we, we got a while to talk about it. So let's start it off. Welcome, everybody. Football Shit Talking Live. Uh, White versus weekly show where we talk about football. We love football here. I love football. You love football. I love football. Everybody loves football, man. To quote um, to quote Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights, which is, if uh, you haven't seen that, it's a great show. Uh, to people who Isn't don't... a movie? It's a movie and then a show on NBC. It came out about uh, five seasons. Those are really, both are really good. And a book. So. But um, anyway, to people who don't like it, right? all I have to say is, you love football. You just don't know it yet. So Yeah, on God, if you watched that slate of football games this week and somehow are not a fan, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I have no words for you. I just, I, you know what? Not only do I have no words for you, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't even want to look at you. Anyway, Pretty much. let's get into it here. So let's start off a little bit of news. So the first uh, breaking news really is it is official. It is official. It is official. College football playoff is going to 12, baby. When is it going to 12? Well, according to Greg Sankey, it could be before 2026. It could be in 2026 or it could be after 2026. So somewhere Lovely in timeline somewhere in there so uh i believe the basic assault of it is there's going to be six automatic bids for conference champions and then six at larges um you can't see it but i'm actually holding up four fingers right now for some reason because i have brain damage so uh i i think that's a great change it's frankly the way it should have always been to be quite honest it should have started with 12 the, the four was retarded i can't think of a yeah yeah i can't think of a single sport that does four teams can you uh, I mean, there's only one real sport, so. That is a point that I cannot contest. So, I I just absolutely loved it. I'm so, I'm so excited. Because the, the main thing that people have said is like, oh, you know, we can't, we don't want the kids to play more games. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure both the fans and the kids want to play more games. <laughs> like, I mean, they go to the NFL now and they're looking at 21 straight weeks of games. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're a rookie that goes to the Super Bowl to play all three preseason games, that's 24 weeks of games in a row. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. And uh, well, I think one of the great arguments about it is it's going to take place in that little block between like Army-Navy and then those like shitty bowl games that absolutely nobody watches. And that's, Hell, yeah. that's great for the health of the sport because I don't, I mean, you know, this is kind of your first college football season, but for me, like there's just this little like, two three weekend era of depression that sits between the army navy game and then like the the, the like who the week the the bowls we actually care about like i don't right. think, i don't know about you but i really don't give a shit about wofford versus blofford and the unfinished furniture warehouse.biz bowl 
Oh, don't shit on unfurnished warehouse top biz, my dude. I mean, that's true. I do be liking some unfinished furniture, so. Um. Yeah, I mean, my view on it is last year, while I wasn't big into college football, I did watch the playoffs, and I did hear, you know, all the controversy on whether Cincy should be led into a playoff or not that year. <laughs> with 12 teams, it's they can yeah. just give them a damn spot, and there's yeah. no controversy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they get destroyed in, like, the first round, it's like, okay, well, that's what the playoffs are for. And hey, maybe they yep. even maybe they get a good matchup. Maybe they get an easy matchup and they get a playoff win under their belt. Ev- literally everyone wins in this scenario. Fans win, players win, schools win, networks win, advertisers win, everybody wins. So I'm I'm pretty just much. I'm just ecstatic about it. Um that's pretty much it for the college news, but we got a little bit of NFL here. So I see the first one here is the 49ers and QB Jimmy G Garoppolo finalizing a new contract that will make him the highest paid backup in the nfl how right now that's that's highest paid if he gets to play games and gets incentives based on that right how high are we talking here uh i believe his contract is six million with up to 10 million in incentives jesus christ man imagine getting paid millions of dollars to sit on the bench listen you say that but Sam Darnold, while getting paid starting money because he was technically a starter, I think he's making like eighteen million or something mm-hmm. this year to sit on the bench. <laughs> That's even better. That's even better, man. Yeah. I would, I would do nasty things to get that kind of money. I do nasty things to get a million. I do nasty things to get five hundred thousand. I do nasty things to get five thousand. I'll do it. Dog, I do money. nasty things for twenty dollars. <laughs> I do nasty things for a cheeseburger and a ride home. Fuck, man. Um. Yeah, no, good for him. Trey Lance, of course, is going to be starting. How we feel about Trey Lance? So they all talk about his, you know, physical talent, which that's a big buzzword these days, I feel, about isn't that about co- rookie QB. I mean, I, mean, I mean, isn't that like one of those coded language things for he's black? Uh, I mean, probably, yeah. But <laughs> okay. so f- from what I've heard is that the 49ers actually have to dumb down their playbook for him, which is not great. Hmm. I mean, to my understanding, he started 11 games only in college. So, like, to give away your future franchise, trade up to the third pick and take him, when basically everything leading up to that point outside of draft week was they were going to draft Mac Jones. And then suddenly, oh, here's Trey Lance, the unproven physical talent who now we're cutting down our playbook for. Right, And, and now this is completely unfounded. It's just utter schizo rambling, but I heard it, so I'm going to say it. I heard that the reasoning right. behind that is literally Trey Lance was black. Oh, wow. I, I believe mean, it. I, that's just what I heard, obviously, because, you know, there are some woke, air quotes, initiatives in the NFL. I don't know if that's true. That's just a rumor. However, Mac Jones is, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to say he's unproven and untested. He did great in a 13-game SEC schedule at Alabama, winning a national championship in COVID year. But, you know. Yeah, and then he had a pretty solid rookie season with the mm-hmm. Patriots. So. Mm-hmm. Looking shaky it's, it's in preseason, still, but, eh, you know. It, I mean, they got they lost their, like, 10-year 
offensive coordinator that was that's calling true. The plays. So that's true. And now now they have Joe Judge, disgraced Giants head coach, and Matt Patricia, disgraced Lions head coach. Hey man, that are yeah. both I think defensive coaches calling the offense now. So that's great. I don't really know that. what's going on in Patriot Land. I'm though. very excited for that. Holy shit! I think I'm just going to go back to being a Saints fan this year. To be quite honest, we got Mark Ingram, so pretty excited. Yeah, I mean. New head coach, still rocking uh, Jamis there. It's going to be an interesting year for the Saints for sure. Mm. I don't think anyone really knows what they're going to be. Also, uh, Kamara, I believe, is suspended for a while for being a thug. So yeah, out your best running black. I I forgot exactly what he did, but yeah, no, he he got uh, he got suspended. I believe he and some of his homies like beat the shit out of someone at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that's honestly that's honestly a little bit based i'm not gonna lie which i mean if we want to go off you know the violence or whatnot we can jump into the brian robinson news who yeah people yeah are ahead. not aware the brian robinson round thing was crazy by the way yeah third round draft pick for uh the washington i'm calling i'm calling them the redskins i don't give a fuck uh, yeah. they are the redskins understandable so third round draft pick for the redskins out of alabama you know great program bama they got down there so i've heard he was shot during an attempted robbery in dc <laughs> and t- to my understanding a guy whipped out a gun on him and said I- i'm not sure if it was like a wallet kind of thing or a car kind of thing and said right, give me the shit and my man's the balls on him just said nah <laughs> and eventually just ended up running away and got shot in the knee while running away which i mean he gets shot in the knee as a running back like that's like real bad but appa- mm-hmm. apparently you missed everything important so my dude's gonna be okay and be able to play this season so mm-hmm. i'm looking at him right now crazy he, he's not a small guy so whoever walked up to him and was like hey yo give me your shit uh yeah 6 1 yeah no i'm nah, nah. The, the the guy who walked up to him was like on something or just really fucking desperate so listen uh, a gun gives you confidence. Maybe they were high on crack. And that's true. Crack that's money. that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He was in the um, yeah attempted carjacking involving two armed men after leaving a restaurant in the near northeast neighborhood of Washington D.C. Man, Washington D.C. rough as fuck. On God, on God, man. I'm seeing yeah, here pretty wild. shortly before 6 p.m. My brother in Christ, people are still... Yeah, like, it was broad daylight. People are still on their commute to the house and you getting shot at a carjacking? Holy shit, what neighborhood are you in? Oh, man. Yeah. You, you hate to fucking see it. You hate to fucking see it. What you don't hate to fucking see is my man Baker out there with the Panthers playing... Oh, the- yeah. Coming up this week, playing his old team, the Browns. Now, I want you to quote quote him. What did he say about that? So, this is coming from one of the Browns, like, beat reporters saying that he, quote, said to her when he asked, like, how he feel about it, he's going to fuck them up. Which, I mean, love the energy. That I, I, yeah, no, absolutely. To that 100%. point, take the Panthers 2.5 spread. Yeah, no, I mean, because, I mean, you know, Baker is not the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. He's a solid quarterback, but I, I would bl- put him top 15 for sure. I would say that as far as what the Browns did to him over many years is just absolutely despicable. Like, you know, he's, I mean, he 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 took them to their first playoff win yeah. in multiple decades. Yeah. 
just and then absolutely nasty the next season they he gets hurt i don't know there's a lot of questions on who made him keep playing whether that was his own decision or Mm -hmm. i was encouraged by the coaches or what but i mean then he proceeded to have a not great season while hurt Mm -hmm. on his like fucking throwing shoulder the whole Mm -hmm. season so i feel like we'll say just saying from gut i feel like that was a him decision that feels like a player decision yeah probably which not a great decision but but neither was fighting a cop when you were drunk in Norm, Oklahoma. So, but he also did that. So, on God, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. That's, that's pretty. That's let kind me, of base. Let me look at it. Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure he. I know he had an altercation. Uh, at Baker Mayfield Police. Uh, yes. Yeah, Here's the fucking video of it. Yeah. Sooners QB Baker Mayfield tackled by police during public intoxication arrest. Fucking. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he's, uh, I, I thought funny. he was way too white for that. Oh no, he's, he's got some hood in him. He will fight you. Oh, what I love about Baker is like, I hated him in college. Like he was the, like ESPN would not get out of his rectum the entire season when he was at Oklahoma. Because if you're the Oklahoma, like, QB1, you're getting talked about literally every game day at length. At length. They did it to Spencer Rattler. They did it to Jalen Hurts. They did it to uh, Kyler Murray. No, Kyler Murray didn't play for Oklahoma. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. No, he was the Ohio State, wasn't he? No, he was Tech, wasn't he? Texas Tech. Oh, yeah, he was... Kyler Murray was Texas Tech. Yeah, who am I thinking of? There was another guy that I just absolutely... No, he, just... no Murray, Murray did go to... Murray was A&M and then went to Oklahoma. Oh, okay. All right, so what was the other I was thinking about? Who am I thinking of from Tech then? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point is, it was him, and then it was Baker Mayfield, and I was just sick to death of hearing about fucking Sooner quarterbacks because they were all essentially shit. Like they were okay, but they never they never won a national championship. They barely they never won a playoff. Sometimes they didn't even get to the playoffs. I was just like, I'm sick of hearing about it. But anyway, I hate him in high school, but the second he got to the NFL, I loved him. Because you know what? He grew up. He really yeah, yeah he really did. Cause he was like the phrase Johnny Manziel 2.0 was used to describe him Oof. more than once because he had that well, same mentality, right? Yeah, he's definitely performed a bit above the Johnny Manziel level. Well, I mean, yeah, that's because he grew up. And as soon as right. I started seeing him in like those commercials where he was like making fun of himself, I was like, all right, that's my guy right the there. The progressive commercials? Uh, whatever they are. Yeah, just the ones where he started acting kind of like a goof and he was like, um, it was just kind of like, okay, he's not taking himself too seriously anymore. So, right. That's, that's a, go back to your Texas tech point. That was Mahomes. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. I knew which it was somebody. Fair enough. Which is funny because like people will not shut up about Mahomes now, but like in college, you never heard his name. Not once. Or well, yeah, rarely. I mean, Texas tech, like yeah, Texas tech. Yeah. Texas tech has like, no TV coverage at all, even in this day and age. I can't off the top of my head. When we get into scores in a minute, I could tell you because I'll see it. But if you ask me right now with a gun to my head, who did Texas Tech play this weekend? You just have to shoot me. If you even ask who Texas Tech's head coach is, you have to shoot me. I don't know. I the no only clue. Texas Tech head coach I can name is Cliff Kingsbury. Well, Cliff Kingsbury and then um, the wild man that's in MSU now. So that's the only person I can name. And I can't even think of his name right now. So. 
Um, and then uh, you got two more here. Let's see. Uh, two major QB uh, deals yeah. that haven't been. Uh, so this yeah, week, uh, Russell Wilson got his new seven-year extension with the Broncos. Okay, that's pretty which good. I believe was one hundred and sixty-five million guaranteed, and like that's a lot of money. Two hundred fifty million overall. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. So yeah, a lot of money, which. But so Deshaun Watson, of course, uh, accused sexual masseuse assault or whatever, got paid two hundred and forty nine million guaranteed dollars for the Browns. Which people, when that happened, they thought, all right, now every quarterback uh, deal is going to be fully guaranteed, mm-hmm. changing the market. Which then after that, both Kyler Murray and Russ, Russ Wilson, uh, Mr. Unlimited himself, have both not done that, which. Lamar Jackson has been basically sitting out with the Ravens trying to get a fully guaranteed deal. It's not looking great for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is coming through on the mic, but I am trying as quietly as possible to open this bag of chips. Uh, I haven't heard that. So. I don't think it's coming through. So we're good. Now eating them is, but you know, that is what <laughs> it's going to be a whole different problem. Yeah. And then the other contract thing of note that happened this week is uh, the Titans gave good old running back King Henry, love that guy, an extra $2 million. Worth every penny. With no extension, no real uh, reason for it. They just decided to give him an extra $2 million this year. Yeah. Which, notably, he'll be a free agent at the end of this year. So it kind of would have been nice if they got an extension done. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see him somewhere else, though, to be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, catch him down in fucking Tampa Bay next year. Oh, oh God. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, I think that was it for NFL news. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, news in general. So now we get to my favorite part of the show where we actually talk about sports. Um, so this was kind of like your first big college football, big college football weekend. Yeah. Um, one word. Tell me in one word. How was it? Uh, fuck punters. I feel like it should be fuck special teams, but yes, I'll take that in general. Um, yeah, but like punters especially. Punters, yeah, punters especially are somewhere near the bottom ring on the totem pole. They're the worst. Yeah, no, the uh, special teams really in general was like the theme of this of this weekend. Just absolutely like, oh, okay, well, fuck you, I guess. Um, like, so- I'm talking here from what I watched, like 30 yard and less punts consistently out of some of these teams, which oh, really yeah, tells no, me. No, no, no. I love the ones where they shake right now. Bounds. If you have a kid out there right now and they're not the most sports gifted, mm-hmm. just get them fucking kicking balls. They'll just get a free scholarship. Tends uh-huh. to even make it to the NFL and make some nice millions of dollars. Yeah, the problem is like with with the way like scholarships and stuff work, people like punters, like I said, bottom rung, like punters are literally the last priority for scholarships. So like nobody, you know, and, and if you've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed this recurring trend yet. It's like not a lot of American punters either. A lot of dudes being yeah, recruited. Big Australian punters. Mm-hmm, playing, uh, you know, rugby and shit. So, you know, a lot of problems, but man, what a long weekend. So we started this shit off Thursday night with a little bit of uh, Chippewas versus the Okies. Now, this was an extremely slow game. I don't know if you remember like any of this. Um, I don't know. You uh, now, 
I did watch this game because I had uh, uh, Central Michigan covering the spread here, which they did. So that mm-hmm. was fantastic. No, this thing was a fucking shootout. Uh, anytime you see Oki State on the slate, just go ahead and slam that fucking over. Just slam that over, baby, because it's happening. Because they ain't got no defense, but they got a glass cannon. Look at look at this dude. I want to. I want you to look here at this dude, D. Richardson. All right. That, oh, that's right, that's CME, I'm retarded. Anyway, point is, they got a lot of fucking shit going on. Um, yeah, 58 to 44, Okie State. Um, I was a bit confused there, because uh, Okie State also has a D. Richardson. He's just a running back. That is actually super confusing, so. What's interesting is, I mean, the stats leaders on this were actually the Chippewas. D. Richardson, quarterback for CMU. Uh, 3649, 430 yards passing. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that's a lot. That's crazy. Four touchdowns. That's nuts. L. Nichols running back for CMU. 26 carries for 72 yards. Not a lot, but two touchdowns. That's incredible. Um, yeah, no, high scoring game. Love to see it. I don't think I actually watched this one because I watched the West Virginia Pit game. And the good old backyard brawl. Fucking I that was that started us off, man. It started a little slow. Just a little slow. Uh and at first I thought JT Daniels, of course, JT Daniels was the backup to Stetson Bennett last year in Georgia, moved up to West Virginia. I thought he was right. looking okay, right? So had, had an okay start. And it was actually in this game, special teams actually bailed them out a lot. Bailed them out oh, a yeah. lot. They were they were doing really well. Um, Slovis with Pittsburgh looking good. He was a lot of overthrowing, I noticed. And that was actually, again, another recurring theme of the whole weekend is quarterback's accuracy coming into the season completely shit. Just, just shit. Everyone sucked. Everyone was overthrowing. And wide receivers just like weren't compensating hardly at all, which, you know, to be fair, that's, that's on your keep it. So, yeah. Uh, West Virginia's defense was, was rough. Front line was steady. But uh, zone zone would have been much, this game would have been a lot less close for West Virginia uh, had they not had been bailed out by a lot of drop balls. Going, going back to the inaccuracy, um, but then their their defense just came alive in the fourth quarter and kept a minute. Um, unfortunately, you'll never guess who cost them this game. Would you like to take a guess? Uh. That's was right. Was it JT Daniels? Yes, that's right. It was JT Daniels. How did you know? Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, no, it was It was not a good game for JT Daniels. You know, maybe... It's one of those things, because we talked about a lot over the weekend, like how many players have changed schools and transferred and everything. And it's like, maybe if you have to transfer to a different school, maybe you just suck. Uh, I mean, that might be a controversial Yeah, type, I mean, but... Bo Nix... I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. You say said it. it. You said it for me. You said it for me, and I appreciate that. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. my man's let the your defense gives up a touchdown to this tie the game, and then you go throw a pick six two plays later. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not great. Uh, yeah, uh, Slovis actually came out looking like the MVP of that game to be quite honest. Even though he was not great, three hundred eight yards passing in the air. That's not terrible. One touchdown, not terrible. Honestly, West Virginia should have won that game. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, I started reading like different shit. And I got confused. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, the uh, first half of that game ended 10-10. You had the back-to-back mm-hmm. fumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
no it was it was rough um no i was right sorry i was reading the right thing yeah west virginia should have honestly won that game like Pitt was okay but they weren't great jt daniels cost them that game like any other quarterback i think you got it because he was just it was just rough we'll move on yeah i mean right, fuck jt daniels that's the they kind of just pissed the game away in the last like five minutes so. yeah no <laughs> they really did uh vmi wake forest didn't watch it don't care uh saint francis i don't even know what that is versus akron didn't watch it ah your voles your voles were on fire my brother in christ yeah they looked pretty solid they looked really good um i definitely want to see them up against like a real team you know like someone who's like right, you're saying the ball state cardinals aren't a real team uh i will say we'll find out next week because coincidentally they play pit at pit so very interesting to see what happens there honestly but no i mean dude they're in the mac conference whatever one that is uh mid-american conference oh listen let me let me let me tell you some shit right now my friend let me tell you some shit right now you're going to come to love the mac all right a little magical thing happens on the first week and well yeah week of november and it's called midweek maction did you know that they play college football on tuesday and wednesday nights I did not. Well, you're going to learn November because they do. And it sucks. And you watch every second of it. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I remember distinctly uh, there was a game and it was Buffalo playing. I don't remember who it was, but they were in Buffalo. And you're from New York. You understand. You you know what Buffalo is like in mid-late November. In the end of the year, that shit's wild. Yeah, so it's cold as hell. Yeah, yeah. a whole lot of snow from yeah. the whole lake that's right there. Five people watching in the stands. You absolutely love to see it. I can't wait for some midweek action. I'm um, actually looking at Tennessee's got a little bit of a bitch of a schedule. Um, they got Pitt next week. Then they play Akron. Eh. Play Florida, who was looking pretty good. Get to that, of course. They're in death valley against lsu which uh they've got alabama at home for the third week uh third saturday in october which is not the third saturday in october this year no it is sorry they have a october first is their or second is their bye. all right false alarm false alarm uh uc martin martin kentucky uh they have to go into athens to play georgia so rest and piss sorry about that yeah that's not gonna be great uh-uh. Also, I just noticed Vanderbilt had consider this news. Vanderbilt has like a new logo or something, and it honestly looks like fucking garbage. Like I don't know yeah, what happened it's not to the a old great one. logo. Uh, it's 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 doggy doo but fucking we won't, we won't get into that. You're probably some liberal bullshit. <laughs> UCF blew out South Carolina State. I don't know. Bryant lost to Florida International. I don't know who. I don't know. I've never heard of Bryant. What's crazy is like every year I've been watching football for like over a decade, college football for over a decade now. I still hear colleges I've never heard of. Long Island University, they could have just, they might have just made that up. Like they, honest to God, could have just made that up. They didn't score a point, so. No, they didn't score a point to to, 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 to Toledo. Did I just have a stroke? Let's not talk about that. They didn't score a single one to Toledo, who also in the MAC. Uh, sucks. So, oh and my God, Penn State. The Long Island Sharks are a member of the NEC. I have. You just made that up. You just made that up. 
Uh, now dude, it's got noted schools like Stonehill and you just, you just Sacred made, Heart. You just miss. You just made that up. You just made that up. Anyway, back uh, back to it. The other big game of was this? Yeah, this was Thursday. The other big game of Thursday night was Penn State at Purdue. Uh, a lot of people were calling this going to be a close game, and it it did end up being a close game. I thought I thought very much there that they were just going to fucking blow it. That Penn State was going to blow it. They were inconsistent across the board, uh, as you can see here with the 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 stat leaders like Purdue. If you look this on the stat sheet, Purdue won this game. It was one of those kind of games. Like statistically, they looked the best. They played consistent all throughout. Penn State had like burst of greatness. They went. O in the first quarter. They went O in the third quarter. 21 points just before halftime. And then two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to seal it. Just completely One of which being a pick six. One of them was a pick six, yeah. Um, and they won it at the last second, I believe. It was it was rough from Penn State. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, you look at the last couple drives. You have that pick six. Punt, 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 punt. Penn State goes down, gets a touchdown with a minute left to get ahead and then Purdue they like had some good moments and then they just went they threw the ball like four times and just yeah. died. Yeah. To say that Purdue was inconsistent, I think is the understatement of this episode. Um they they had it. They they had it. And they just absolutely pissed it away. What's interesting though I think about Penn State is I don't know why, and I've, I said this through the weekend, I just feel like if Penn State cannot get the ball rolling this year, I feel like this is James Franklin's last year. I feel like he tries to make the jump to either like a, I was going to say a bigger program. You can't really get a bigger fucking program than Penn State, you know, at least historically. Or, I mean, I could even see him jump into the NFL maybe. No, I mean, unless he wants to take like a not head coach position. That dude's not going to the NFL. Uh, I just feel like, if you look at his history, obviously, like what he did at, at Vanderbilt, like he built that. And as soon as it looked like he might have to like do a rebuilding, and he's like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm going to Penn State. There's just something about I, I'm just getting that feeling, man. I mean, feel free to, you know, bring this up at the end of the year next year or something and say, hi, fucking idiot. It just feels well, like a slash the, the problem there is that the teams that are potentially staring down a new head coach next year are like, the Cowboys, which I think they yeah. want to pick up Sean Payton. Ooh. So we'll see if that works out. That. I wouldn't like it, but uh, I can see it. I mean, a, a lot of these teams have picked up, a lot of the NFL teams have gotten a new head coach within like the past three yeah. years. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, okay. I mean, I don't know. Then maybe, maybe he tries to make the jump somewhere else in college football. Again, a lot of new head coaches this year, so not a lot of positions. I don't know. I just don't like. I, I feel like Penn State is due for like due for a rebuilding, and I just don't see him being the one rebuilding. He just he's not a rebuilder. He's just not. So very fair. Just my take. So, but yeah, no, that was a that was a good game. It was an enjoyable game, but um, just inconsistent. Eastern Illinois lost to Northern Illinois, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Don't give a shit. Alabama A&M scored all of zero points against UAB. 
who was at home in their new stadium in Birmingham, Protective Stadium, love to see it, by the way, do not love to see that the stadium is on the other side of town from campus, but is what it is. Uh, Sorry, 50- can, we just, can we just look at the passing stats in that game? Um, are you talking about from the quarterback? Yeah, the, and like the amount of yards put up by the quarterbacks in that game are quite low. Huh. Yeah. What like for for UAB to put up fifty nine points and only have one hundred ninety one? I I guess it's like one hundred and two hundred fifty between their two quarterbacks, but still. Right. Right. Still. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're oh, when, well, when you're up by ten, it looks like it was a. Uh, looks like it might have been a bit of a special teams kind of deal getting those points. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at your Alabama A&M turned it over four times, so uh, consistently you know, failed a, to get the first down. Eh. A punt touchdown, a fumble, an interception touchdown, multiple turnovers <laughs> on downs, another pick, another pick. Yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> you fucking love to see it. You love to see it. Uh, Missouri beat the crap out of La Tech, 52-24. Um, Minnesota shut out New Mexico State. Love to see it, I guess. Interesting stat there: the uh, not a single touchdown throw from the Minnesota quarterback, not a single one. Also low passing yards, so won that one on the ground. Uh, oh, Arizona- this is the one where I loved the pic- the uh, picture of the New Mexico State Gavin Frakes QB, the uh, bold ginger who went two for seven. Oh my god! Holy shit! That guy's that guy's headshot was insane. Looked like he looked like a carrot, but the sprouty top that's usually green on top was the orange part. That dude's. I don't. What do you call that? The geyser haircut. I, I don't want to see that again. Now it does look like one of the major highlights from this game was when a squirrel jumped onto the field and ran across the goal line. Listen, when the squirrel is the highlight of the game, you know it was a news fest. Although, to be fair, you do love a squirrel on the field, so. And trying to catch a squirrel on the field. Oh, my God. Not the easiest thing no. in the world. You, you just try and corral them, little motherfuckers. That's all you can, that's all you can do. Uh, Arizona State shut out. Well, not shut out. Almost shut out. Uh, North, Northern Arizona, which I'm pretty sure someone just made up. Never heard of that. Fresno State beat Cal Poly 35-7. San Jose State. Look at a lot of late night California games here. Uh, San Jose State yeah. squeaked past Portland State, which I actually have heard of. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Jay Hanier, the quarterback for Fresno State. Two touchdowns, 36-42, 377 yards. What a, yeah, that's pretty solid. What a beast. Holy shit, white boy, too. Damn. All right, all right. So then we move on into our Friday slate of games. Uh, Michigan State handled the western michigan broncos i want to say they're the broncos uh number 15 michigan state looked real good 35 13 uh they are the broncos they are indeed the broncos yes they believe they're in the don't know um they're in the mac really i thought that at first and i was like no i don't think so but hmm Eastern Michigan uh, beat Eastern Kentucky 42-34. 
Uh, good stat line on that. McKinney, quarterback for Eastern Kentucky, 35 for 51. That's not so great, but 351 yards, two, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. That's decent, nice. especially for especially for a game you fucking lost. That's decent. That's decent. Um, yeah. Now here, this one was huge. Old Dominion, VTech at Old Dominion, biggest game they'd had in their history. Sellout stadium at twenty one thousand seven hundred thirty nine. I just made that number up, but it was somewhere in there. Um, this was a great game, honestly. Old Dominion kind of shut them down. Like f- I was not happy about this game. I, I'm aware you were not happy, yes. Um, but what was great was we got our... Here's my highlight. The first field storming of the season on a Friday night on Labor Day weekend. That's how you know the season's going to pop off. That's how you know the season's going to pop off. When you have a field storming from fucking Old Dominion, right? So... You love to see it. Uh, G. Wells, quarterback for VT, 21 for 36, 193 yards and a touchdown. I mean, statistically, this is another one of those where they should have won this game. Uh, if you ignore the four interceptions. I am going to ignore the four interceptions. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Thank you. <laughs> Gay King, running back for VT, 19 carries for 111 yards. Are you kidding me? How do you lose that? Whatever. Um, hey, especially when fucking... Uh... Hayden Wolf with two Fs goes 14 for third 14 to 35 for 165. Eh. His name's Wolf though. So you gotta give him that. It's it's Wolf with two Fs though. Uh, eh. You ever had Wolf Chili? Comes in a can. I have not. It's pretty good on hot dogs. I don't think I I, I don't think those I, two I will are say the uh he did come in clutch at the very end of the game to get the go-ahead touchdown. So, what? I guess he can't complain that much. I mean, hey, William and Mary beat Charlotte. Who gives a fucking shit about any of these teams? I'm just gonna get to the good shit. Uh, this was another good one. Indiana at Illinois. Um, kind of had Indiana on, and this was one as like a blowout, but Illinois actually held their own uh i'm not even gonna try and say this guy's name well i am actually because i have to because this is uh based in audio um basilic basilic quarterback for illinois i no actually sorry because these both start with an i i thought that was illinois for indiana actually 28 for 52 holy shit for 330 yards and a touchdown this dude was slanging that shit was he accurate no but he was slanging it um you absolutely love to see that c brown running back for illinois however 36 carries for 200 yards are you kidding me yeah dude got the ball a lot dude that is i love to see that um indiana obviously brent bellamy's team i mean you want to see that you really want to do want to see that i think brent bellamy is a good guy yes he did marry a cocktail waitress from las vegas but i mean you know who amongst us who amongst us um very decent game uh and then tcu colorado did not actually watch it uh this one made you angry for some reason didn't it um no i think i think it did because tcu blew out colorado or colorado basically didn't put up an effort they weren't supposed to get blown out that hard yeah yeah tcu in a little bit of a rebuilding year i believe so 
you know, not uh, not supposed to put 38 on Colorado, but whatever. So we get in into Saturday, whole fucking slate. Man, game day, game day was pretty lit actually, and it, it literally at one point uh, they had to fucking all go inside because of lightning, lightning delay. Um, I'm gonna hit the hit the highlights on this one. The first big game of Saturday was North Carolina, Mac Brown's team versus Appalachian State. And I'm just going to go ahead and get out of the way. This was the game of the week. Well, one yeah, of it was a it was a good game even if the way it ended made me very mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolute barn burner. Hope you took the over on this one ladies and gentlemen because what was the final score for this? It was 163 to 61. Yeah, 63 to 61. App State. Okay, finished with 61 points. Two touchdowns in the first quarter. Okay. One in the second quarter. Zero in the third quarter. Now, for those of you at home doing the math, yes, you're doing that correctly. They scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. How do you score 40 points in the fourth quarter and still fucking lose? How do you furthermore have your quarterback, Bryce, go 25 and 36 for 361 yards and six touchdowns and still fucking lose? Wow. Yeah, they put up six touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer that question for you. It's called missing two two-point conversions in the last one and a half minutes of the game. That's how you yeah, lose I the mean, game. They decided to go for two to try to win the game with, mm-hmm. what was it, uh, like two minutes left or something? It was under two when minutes. was the first one? Yeah, it looks like, it looks like their touchdown to uh, tie up the game. I, I can't read... ESPN or I don't whatever it, it was the very end mm-hmm. uh, they, they could have kicked it to go to overtime just like basically delayed gone into overtime it would have been great no it was, it was overtime actually 31 bet. seconds left in the game Deshaun Davis 28 yard pass from Chase Bryce two point conversion failed they started the drive at 219 went eight plays for 75 yards just absolutely slaying that shit absolutely fucking slaying that shit and that's what was so frustrating about this game was statistically on the field stat line everything app state dominated nearly 700 yards versus 567 for unc 38 first downs a a turnover for both but just everything even they dominated the clock Literally, what he just said. With 31 seconds left on the clock, a two-point conversion gone wrong. Just tie it up, man. I understand. Look, I understand. We've gotten into a big thing in college football these days where people are like going with like the algorithms. They're going with the the fucking whatever they're calling it, the computers. And they are they're saying this and saying, "Oh, you need to be more aggressive. You need to go for more on fourth down. You need to go for more, you know, second. I agree with that. I love a more aggressive college football. But when it's like this, oh, fucking, oh my god, goddamn auto plays. Uh, when it's yeah. something like this, <laughs> at, I mean, forget what I was even talking about. Oh no, when it's when it's something like that, when it's that close, 
to tie it up with 31 seconds left. Just take, just take it, just tie it up, taking it. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you're concerned that you're not going to win it, but you got it. You got at least take it because, yeah, uh, I mean, so they don't go, they fail the two to go ahead. Then out of nowhere, UNC goes and scores a touchdown on the kickoff the two. Yeah, on the kickoff the return, gets the touchdown. So now they're, and then goes for two, gets that. They're ahead seven now. Mm-hmm. And then App State, two plays, 10 seconds, gets another touchdown. Yeah. And goes for two and fails. Yeah, there was, um, there was four touchdowns in the last two minutes of this game. This was crazier than the, the uh, 2000. 11 Michigan Notre Dame game. I think it was one of the, it was the first game they played under the lights at the big house. I want to say it was 2011. Just, I, I think it, I think it matches it like four touchdowns in the last three minutes. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I just, I, I want to say this on the last one. Um, Bryce took it himself to try and run it in. He did a stutter step trying to wait for a man to get open in the end zone. I know I'm not trying to like, you know, armchair quarterback. If he had not stutter stepped and he had just committed to the run, he had it. He had it. Yeah. But uh which would have not won the game though, which would have tied it. Now, tying it was very important. Uh why don't you tell us why? Uh so that was my fun random overtime bet of the week, since at the time, I think a day before the game, the spread was only half a point. Mm-hmm. And to go to overtime, the odds are about plus 1,600. So it's like you bet $1, you get 16. So that's that's what I did. What I was going for was going to be great. Was going and, to be great. And uh, they fucked up the trying to go for the win. Then they got a blessing and had another shot for overtime and fucked it up again. Yep. So you know what? That program's dead to me. They just I'm, <laughs> they really I'm e- cocked easy with that. I am one. eternally hating Appalachian State. Which is funny because App State historically, in the context of college football, is kind of viewed as like this. Uh, I, I don't really know what the right word would be, but they of course have that infamous 2001, 2003 upset over number top five Michigan. Uh, so, I mean, they're kind of looked on in like with, with a bunch of respect. So it is crazy to see you hating them so much, which is kind of funny. But I mean, you know, hey, it's what it is. Listen, when I put money on you and you fuck up, I don't like you. That, Simple hey, as that. Understandable. 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 Um, <laughs> moving on, though. Cincinnati versus Arkansas. Hey, remember when Cincinnati was in the playoffs last year? Yeah, but they like lost their quarterback and whatnot. I so. don't care. Don't want to hear it. Um, I think he's on the Falcons now. Ugh. Hate worse than death. Hate to see it. Uh, hated to see this game too. Honestly, it was rough. Uh, I will say this: Cincinnati. So, all right, your first, your only two scores of this game, the first half of this game, were both Arkansas. Very slow game. Very slow game. Uh, KJ Jefferson, 15 yard run for seven points and a Trey Knox five yard pass from KJ Jefferson to take to 14 to nothing heading into the locker room. Now, apparently fickle got in there and said something. I don't know what he said, but he put the fear of God into him. They come out, takes a little while, get a score. Arkansas responds. Cincinnati comes back, scores back to back a touchdown and a field goal to put it within one possession. 
Unfortunately, Arkansas gets back out there. Field goal. Still one possession, though. Then they get back out there in the fourth quarter. Score again on a touchdown. Not so much one possession anymore. Cincinnati scores one more time, and that was about all they could handle. On the stat line, this one was close. Possession pretty much even. Yardage even. Cincinnati, however, turning the ball over twice. And that's the killer. So, uh, Arkansas, however, looked really good. Like, really good. They're ranked number 19. Cincinnati was ranked number 23. This was their first victory over a ranked team since, I want to say, 2003. It's been a long time. It has been a hot minute. Because Arkansas is historically one of those teams here in the SEC where you look at it on the schedule and you go, all right. There's our bye week. Like, there's our de facto bye week. I will say, however, they near about ate our lunch last year. However, you know, rebuilding year, Alabama, is what it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. Speaking now, I'd of re- like to bring up my highlight game of Saturday. Yeah? The uh, South Dakota State Jackrabbits versus Jesus. the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, go off. What a game. One. Go off of this one. Well, so the score, only three to seven. Jesus. Which, I mean, obviously low-scoring game, but it, it's really the story on how we got to those seven points that tells this game. Okay. So Iowa, the only points Iowa gets in the first half is a field goal. And then in third and fourth quarter, two safeties to get the seven points. <laughs> Zero offense in this game. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty disrespectful of ESPN to not even have pictures for the South Dakota State players. But I mean, I mean they're up to you, so. When, when you only put up three points against a team that has a guy named Spencer Petras as quarterback, what, what are you mm. going to do? Yeah, Spencer Taylor, actually, even within the FCC, FCS, is actually pretty good. They're kind of a perennial contender for you know something every year. But yeah. No, that's now explain to me what the FCS is. Okay. All right. So within the NCAA, there are five divisions. Well, there's technically only three, but if you break it down even further, there's five. So there's what's called Division One, and at the very tippy top of Division One, there is called the FBS, the Football Bowl Subdivision, meaning that at the end of the year they play in bowl games. The FCS comprises of many conferences, pretty much all the ones you know, SEC, Pac-12, Big 12, all those. The FCS, however, is called the Football Championship Subdivision, where they have a, get this, 12-team playoff. Crazy, huh? Interesting. How great, yeah. Um, And then under that, there's Division 2 and then Division 3. Division 3 starts getting down into schools like Colorado School of Mines and stuff, like shit you have never heard of. Um, Peace. Yeah, so you get down into Division 3 games and you're just like looking at who? Um, In fact, I want to say the college in your town is actually Division 3 potentially. I'd have to look that up. but Maryville College? Mm, I want to say so, yeah. I want to say they're Division 3. Maryville College Football. Yeah, Division Three, USA South Conference, which I, I've never heard of. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd L. Thornton Stadium, 
holds a grand total whopping 3,000 people, so. Hell yeah. The Fighting Scots is fucking okay. All right, well, so you you see I what mean, I'm saying? Understand, understandably, it's hard to compete when the voles are like just down the road. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Which is funny because <clears throat> funny, like in Tuscaloosa, right? Um, there's Alabama, and literally, literally down the exact same road, you have whatever that historically black call. I almost want to say Tuskegee. It's not Tuskegee. Uh, I can't remember what the fucking name of it, but there's a historically black, literally just down the road, which is uh, historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs, are all technically in the FCS. Uh, yeah, FCS. They don't compete in the championship because they're like their own separate little bubble, and they have like their own bowl game at the end of the year or something. Which so that's just how crazy like college football is. So like the football subdivision or a bowl subdivision now has a playoff. And the football championship subdivision has ball games. Don't ask me. I didn't come up with it. So, but, um, but yeah, so for scheduling reasons, those team, those two pools of teams rarely meet, but you have started seeing a lot more FCS teams playing FBS teams recently. Interesting. Yeah. So, and actually a lot of FCS teams have started moving up into the FBS. Um, Georgia Southern is a historic example. Coastal Carolina, actually, they just came up into the FCS and like FBS in like, God, like 2016, 2015, 2016, something like that. They're very, very young. So, um, yeah. So there's a, there's, there's, okay. a, there's a little bit of how football works. It just gets more confusing from there. Speaking of confusing, how the fuck does Bowden Dix still have a job? It's <laughs> a great question. That is, that is a solid question. Uh, Bo Nix now playing for Oregon, who sucks. Um, and weirdly enough, so does Bo Nix. It's crazy. Uh, this game fucking sucked. I'm trying to find it here. I may not even bother it because it was a blowout. Um, uh, it's third on ESPN Saturday. Gameless, if you're looking at the schedule. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, yeah, 49 to 3. Fucking, I don't want to read these stats, but I have to because I'm a professional podcast host Stetson Bennett the third 25 for 31 for 368 yards two touchdowns K Milton eight carries for 50 that's not impressive and a touchdown uh and then K McIntosh no relation nine receptions for 117 yards they beat the shit out they beat the shit out that's all there is that's all there is really say um Speaking of not beating the shit out of people, Florida versus Utah. I almost want to give this like the nod as a game of the week too. And any other week in the year, this would have been. So that's how crazy this weekend has been. Where I got, where I got to go. No, no, no. I can't like co. I can't put that. It can't be co game of the week. There's too much other good shit. This was a great game that I did not expect to end the way that it did. Both teams, yeah, I mean, however, Utah was heavy favorites. Going heavy favorites at number seven versus unranked Florida. However, in the swamp, you know, in Gainesville, yes, yes. But Billy Napier's team, very young, very unexperienced, heavy favorites. Do you know off the top of your head what what the odds were? Uh. Utah was minus 146 to win. Okay. So that's that's not like Bama being minus 10,000 to win, but like for a 
Yeah, let me let me bring up like an NFL game for reference. Okay. They were only so like they were, the, the line was only by a field goal though. So yeah. All right. Well, I guess I guess minus one fifty isn't that high, but when you get above like one ten to one thirty ish, that's usually like the the sports books thinks this team has a really good shot of winning. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny here on the ESPN win probability, like the entire chart is more or less red, except for like a couple of little blips. And then at the, just at the very end, it takes like a 90 degree, 90 degree nosedive down. Um, well, yeah, Utah was at the goal line. Yeah. Ready to end the game yeah. and they popped the t- uh, interception. Uh, but no, uh, I'm going to say defense wins championships. Defense won this fucking game. Florida was scrappy the entire time. They were doing some gangster shit, my brother in Christ. That quarterback fake jump pass bullshit, absolutely insane. That was baller, my dude. That was baller. Uh, it was blow for blow. Utah comes out pretty early, um, puts them up, put up on the board. Just for the end of the first quarter, Florida comes out. Two-yard run from Anthony Richardson. Love to fucking see. Huge fucking drive here, by the way, I want to talk about. 14 plays, 63 yards, eating up seven minutes off the clock. You love to see that to tie it up. That's a long drive. That is a long ass. That was the longest drive of the game, actually, time-wise. Second quarter, Utah comes back, puts up two field goals, still one possession game, still one possession game. Right before halftime, Anthony Richards, 45-yard run. Love to fucking see it to put Florida on top going into the locker room. Uh, third quarter, kind of quiet. Didn't see another score until 12 seconds before the fourth quarter. A touchdown. Yeah, I mean, Utah came out of the half and got down to the one-yard line and failed. So mm-hmm. not great for them. Uh-uh. Um, I'm actually seeing here... <laughs> Uh, Micah Bernard's seven-yard run for a touchdown. Two-point conversion failed. Recurring theme this weekend. Um, actually, again, yeah. Th- this weekend, if anything has defined these teams, it's fucking up on extra points and two-point conversions. And special Yeah, I mean, teams. you consider they failed that two-point conversion and they lost by three points. So they, if they went for, you know, the regular one-point kick... Mm-hmm. They would have been able to kick a field goal to win at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, going. I and I remember. The, I remember them talking about like in the moment. It's like going for two there just did not make a lot of sense. And it just. It was just kind of like a what. It felt real desperate. Uh, Montreal Johnson, fourteen yard run in the first five minutes of the fourth quarter to put Florida back on top at nineteen twenty two. Six minutes into the fourth quarter, Tavion Thomas, four-yard run. Put the Utes back on top. Anthony Richardson, one-yard run with one minute left in the game. Puts Florida back in front. Now, I'm going to let you do this. Walk us through that last drive. Walk us through that last Utah drive. All right, well, my man Cameron Rising, QB for Utah passing all over the field, gets him down. Uh, 22 seconds left in the game, first and goal from the Florida Six. Misses a pass. 
second and goal from the four to six, 17 seconds left. Throws a pick. Now, I, I, I'm assuming, I don't remember, I assume they don't have timeouts left here at this point. I'm trying and to I, think off the top of my head, I don't believe so. I think they'd used them all. And I know, like, you don't want to run the ball there when you don't have timeouts, uh-huh. but I mean, throwing a pick, man. Which, I mean, Utah had been great all game about turnovers. They didn't, turnovers, they didn't have a single one the whole game until nope. that. Until the literally last 17 seconds. And and to really put that in perspective, I mean, he you said that, but that last Florida touchdown was at 125 left in the game. They had chewed, they had gone 14 plays, 75 yards for five minutes. They had just decimated the clock. That would be, I mean, if you want to talk about it, that's what won this game was Florida's clock management, just absolutely decimating when they had to. And yeah, one minute, one and a half minutes left in the game. Utah marches down the field to see it in like that had to have been heartbreaking for the Utes, but um, first big upset of the season and that unfortunately for them, you love to see. Um, The other final big, finally big, big game of, of Saturday was Ohio state playing Notre Dame. Now, of course, game day was in Columbus. This was, this was the big one. Now, I will say this, this was not the game I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. Final score 21 to 10. A a moderate affair. A moderate affair by most most um whatever. <laughs> um because people have been saying that Ohio like this is a squad CJ Stroud Igbuka, Nijingbe, Batum, I, all those guys have those crazy African names that I can't pronounce. They're talking about, like, oh, this is going to be a team that's going to put 50, 60 points every game. And then they come out here and barely squeak out 21, barely squeak out 21. Like, to break it down, they only got three touchdowns, obviously. One in the first quarter, one in the third, and one in the fourth. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, so this raises the question. Of course, obviously. Who sucks here? Is Notre Dame that good? Or is uh, the Ohio State that overrated? What do you think? I think it's... I think... Now, I'm not going to give them the pleasure of being called the because they're kind of bitch-made and kneeled out instead of going up an extra couple of points mm-hmm. to hit the spread for everyone. So, mm-hmm. you know, not not a big fan of that. Mm-mm. So, I, I'm going to say they're kind of overrated. I just here's the thing. All right, so I almost called him Derek Mason. Wow, um, coach, coach the Fighting Irish, Marks Freeman, doing a great job, obviously in the wake of Brian Kelly, who <laughs> just laughing at Brian Kelly here for a second. Um, Marcus Freeman, obviously doing a great job. Is Notre Dame good? I don't. I don't fucking know. That's what's so bad about this, and it's what's going to irritate the shit out of me about like this Oregon, Georgia thing. Because people are going to be like, oh, my God, they blew out Oregon. They're so good. Yeah, but what if Oregon sucks? What if Oregon goes Oregon like... Oregon sucks. Yeah, what if Oregon goes like six and five on the year and goes to like the Liberty Bowl or something? Like, what if they like, just they suck? They showed a, a replay of one of Bo Nix's interceptions where they just kind of point out that, oh, he was looking straight at the uh, Georgia defender. <laughs> or no, he, he was he was looking at his own receiver and then just threw it directly at a Georgia defender that wasn't even close. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So it was real bad. I'm just afraid, like, because Notre Dame ranked at number five, Ohio at number one or two. Uh, hopefully that wasn't Freudian. Um, like this was, I mean, this had game. This, this had big game vibes, kind of. Not for me because I don't give a shit about midwestern football. Um, right. But I mean, because no I mean, SEC, dude. Yeah, and ain't no, ain't no zero SEC championships. Um, Damn C- right. CJ Stroud just looked like wits. He's currently the favorite for Heisman. And my dude out here looking, honest to God, a little bit mid. Although I am looking at the stats right now, and they're not actually bad. 24 for 34, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Not bad. Nah, not Only bad. two touchdowns. I know. T. Anderson, though, 15 carries for 91 yards. My problem. Bar, and then E. Umbuka. Buka, Egg that guy, nine receptions, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Amika Egbuka. Dude, these guys, I'm, I'm for real. Like, did they just, like, drive, fly a plane over to, like, the Western Sahara and just say, get in, we need football players? Because there They've are also a, got a receiver called Jackson Smith Njikaba. That's, that's the one. That's the one I was trying to pronounce earlier and just absolutely floundered over. So. Yeah, this is one of those. Uh, I will say the great, the greatest moment of this game actually had nothing to do with Ohio State. It was a catch by a, a Notre Dame guy where he reached out to get it. It was a little, a little to his, a uh, little to his right. Bobbled it like in the air as he went down, and it hit like several parts of his body before he finally like pulled it in. And it was just one of those like, holy shit, did you actually catch that dude? Yeah, one of those you weren't supposed to catch at moments. So. Yeah, one hundred percent. You love to see that. You do. You actually, literally, do love to see that. So, yeah, I, I don't. And that's the thing about week one. You never know what you're actually looking at. You don't know if teams are good. You don't know if they fucking suck because there's no context unless they played in week zero, in which case you have a little bit of context. So, uh, some other passing honorable mentions, if we can. Uh, Bryce Young, eighteen and twenty-eight for one hundred and ninety-five yards for hold on to something ladies and gentlemen five touchdowns All right and he only played half the game yeah he, he they had him they had him on the bench after halftime yeah um which i mean you you can't go without saying his five carries for 100 yards and a touchdown i was just about what? to say like i was like let's see who the rushing leader is oh it's also Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of those being a 63 yard rush he so. was i mean i and here's the thing i know everyone's like rolling their eyes and going yeah all right cool they beat a cupcake no 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 no. shut the fuck up with that shit utah state in 2021 went 11 and 3 they were mountain west champions returning a lot of starters this is a decent team this was not mercer who auburn played and beat the shit out of this isn't what sam houston or utep or albany no this is a decent upper power five or group of five team decent and alabama just absolutely fucking hit the deepest dab possible on them alabama looks sick and i I look it might be in a homer right now yeah 100 percent, 1000 percent. i believe you're right to be though i bleed crimson i realize so does everyone else because that's literally the color of our blood but they looked fucking dominant on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball. Complete shutout, 55-0. to zero. I'm not even certain Utah State got 
No, they did. I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. I don't think they got past the fifty yard line. They did. I think they got into the red zone once and stalled out. And uh, I think they ended in an interception. I don't know. I turned it off. I started. I started watching the Notre Dame Ohio State game. I was just like, I, we already know how this is gonna end. I, I watch them yeah. next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I watched long enough to make sure they covered the spread, and I was like, all right, I'm good. You can know look when unless it's an SEC team, they are always going to cover the spread, and that's you can you can take my word on that uh oh this was another good one here and nc state versus east carolina 21 to 20 came down to a missed extra point huh that's crazy never heard of that happening yeah i wonder <laughs> when that called, that's called foreshadowing ladies and gentlemen um usc beat the absolute shit out of rice 66 14 um lincoln riley's team over in la looking yeah i mean it's rice what do you expect uh, Miami, Miami hanging 70 on Bethune Cookman. Uh, that feels like a hate crime, but okay. We're going to let that one slide. Shout out to Baylor putting up 69. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I see that Iowa game now, man. That's a, is that a baseball game or is that a football game? Uh, BYU 50 to 21 over South Florida. Okay. Funny point. Cause there were some baseball games this weekend that put up more points in that game. <laughs> there was actually who was it the other night i saw that scored like 13 points oof um i think that might be all the interesting ones uh our 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 good friend prudes alma mater uc davis lost california 34 to 13 hate to see it i don't think he gives a shit but and i'm pretty sure uc davis is like division two so i'm not even sure why they were playing <laughs> Uh, to, be, to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure why they were playing. Tell you uh, what, a big upset that I was a large fan of was Rutgers beating Boston College. Oh, yeah, that's crazy because Rutgers is just historically shit. Unless it's Boston yeah, College. Well, Rutgers were plus 230 to win that game, so you know. Nice. That, that's when they don't have a shot, and they won by one point. James Madison destroyed Middle Tennessee 44-7. to I'm only mentioning that because it has named Tennessee in it. Oh, Coastal Carolina. The mullets beat the army thirty-eight to twenty-eight. You, you love to see it. Uh, McCall, a quarterback, twelve for sixteen. Man, my man's was not throwing a lot. Twelve for seventeen, one hundred seventy-four. I'll say this: when a guy has low passing but high yardage, you love to see it because that just means he yeah, I mean, three he, TDs as well. Three TDs, yeah. Duh. Love to see it. Army feel like they're gonna have a shit year. No, now they, army is a team that like exclusively runs the ball correct oh yeah they they like they developed a playbook like sometime right after they all came back from the war and then they never changed it ever kind of base a little yeah a little bit actually because they're like they're in that like they're just doing their own thing yeah it's like you know they're in a conference and everything but like the you know the service schools the armed forces schools they just kind of don't give a shit so uh yeah, we, I mean, when you only throw the ball eight times in yeah. a college game wow uh state beating memphis which i actually saw that being a closer game i really did 49 23 state uh love to see it state's not back obviously state still sucks um mike leach mike leach there we go i, I knew i could figure out his name mike leach still doing good up there in starkville um oh, where was all miss on this because speaking of starkville Lane Kiffin, I believe, blew the fuck out of whoever they were playing. Eh, who cares? Um, SMU, 48-10 over North Texas. Love to see it. SMU, 
totally back. Hey, here we go. Hey, Texas Tech, 63-10 over Murray State. So that answers that question. Yeah. Uh, Texas over UL Monroe, 52-10. Uh, that's pretty much it. Some of these late, like, the shame was all these late games were just absolutely blowouts. Also, shout out to Hawaii now at 0-2. Hate to see it. No, you don't. Yeah, that game started at midnight my time, which was a bit too late. Hmm. I didn't even know what channel it was on, so I didn't even bother trying. I went and watched One Piece, so whatever. Piece? Well, a little bit, yeah. Now, a game that, despite being a blowout, was a, a good one for me was Boise State, Oregon State, because they were six points away from uh, hitting the over, and I bet on the under. Nice. Love to see it. Um, all right. So, last game, last game we'll talk about here for college. Florida State versus LSU tonight, actually. We do have one more tomorrow night, uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech. But, I mean, come on. We all know that's going to end. So, who cares? Yeah. Florida State versus LSU. Now, I said last week when Florida State played whoever the hell it was they played. It was an HBCU, wasn't it? DeQuisinini. DeCane. I sure. don't know where they are. No, Duquesne's in Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just, and they blew him out. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. As you know, this isn't a test of like what Mike Norvell has to offer. You know, is Florida State back? Ah, we'll see. I did say on last week's episode, I said, I feel like they're back. I feel like Mike Norvell has got something going down in Tallahassee. He's got this. This is the year. You're going to hear a lot of war chants. You're going to hear a lot of, oh, this season. Like, just get used to it, honestly. Um, which will kind of based. Best. Yeah. Uh, Chief Osceola and Charger, great tradition they got down there. Love to see it. Um, some game was in rain delay last week. Might have been the Florida State game, actually. And they actually played the documentary about the Chief Osceola and Charger thing. Very cool. I love how the Ch- Seminole tribe just absolutely loves Florida State because, you know, in this day and age where like a lot of teams are getting in a lot of trouble for using like the name Indian or Redskin or whatever, the Seminoles are just like, nope, we love it. Keep doing it. Keep we yeah, having actual representation. I mean, well, yeah, and uh, yeah. In fact, if you notice tonight, their band leader is actually uh, a Native American woman wearing like a headdress. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. Um, what also was really cool was this fucking game. <laughs> I literally yeah. like over here on my notes. I I just like everything else. I've got like ten bullet points for. I have one bullet point for this game, and it's just holy shit. Because that's the only way to describe this game. So going into this, we knew it was going to be a barn burner. A lot. I'm looking at that win probability. That's insane. Holy shit. Um, we knew this was going to be crazy. Again, Mike Norvell, he's building something down there. We just didn't know what. Brian Kelly has come down to LSU to replace Coach O. Coach O. Geronco Tigers. Who is, in my opinion, irreplaceable and got done real fucking dirty. All right, but that's a conversation for another day. So was knew- there like something about him like fucking someone or something like that? <laughs> that part it's of the drama. He's going through a nasty divorce. We, you know, a lot of. I will say this: the reason he got fired was not a hundred percent on the field. A lot of it was off the field. Do I agree with that? No, he's gone. It is what it is can't change it hate to see it you you really do you also hated to see how shitty lsu played this game um two turnovers poor clock management in my opinion 
Brian Kelly just looked like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. At yeah. all. He, 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 half the time, I don't know if you noticed, like over on the sidelines, he just looked confused. But um, what lost this game, we touched on this in the beginning, was special teams. Oh, yeah. Punt returner neighbors dropped two punts. Two muff punts. One that put FSU right at the goal line with, what was it, like less than a minute left? Or like a minute 20 or something. It was under two minutes, I know that. It was not a lot of time uh, when the game was 24 to 17. And, I mean, Greg McElroy on the call was going crazy. He was like, no, y'all got to let him score, let him score, let him score. Which, yeah. um, FSU did fumble, though, at their own goal line, setting up a 98-yard drive, which I will say, Jay Daniels marched them the fuck down that field. Jay Daniels is okay. He is a he is a decent quarterback. Uh, twenty six for thirty five, two hundred ninety yards, two touchdowns. Really solid game, and he is a hell of a runner too. He's not like who does he remind me of? He reminds me of like a thinner black Ben Roethlisberger, right? He's not super duper fast, but he is huge, and I honestly believe to God believe he would just truck you if you were standing in front of him. He probably would rape two women as well. Oh, that, allegedly, but. allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, I was I was watching some video the other day. This has nothing to do with rape, FYI. Uh, I was watching some video the other day of like highlights, and watching Ben Roethlisberger was so funny because he's like he's a massive, he's a massive dude, and it's just so funny. But it's it's like he can't run that fast. But what are you gonna do? Stop him? No. Right. That's what those two women said. Damn. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh but no. This was a great game. Uh it was very slow though. Only two two scores in the first half. A touchdown and a field goal for uh FSU and LSU. Yeah, if you look further into that, there's two missed field goals. I wasn't gonna I was look, I was I was gonna go easy on the special teams, but no, yeah. Um, and uh Florida State failing at fourth and two so well yeah this game was sloppy across the board but um what sealed it though was you know the 98 well i tell you what sealed it really was the 98 yard drive on the last first down they got the receiver was not out of bounds and they spent five to ten minutes talking about it like literally five to ten minutes talking about it, giving that when in reality they should have had to got up to the line real quick and run a play, which would have made this whole thing very differently. So they yeah. honest they honestly got bailed out by, and I don't, I don't even understand why. Like it was very clearly obvious he was in bounds. Yeah, and like when you looked at the replay, there was a ref right behind mm-hmm. him with clear view of the mm-hmm. dude's knee. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Whatever, it bailed him out, got the touchdown. All right, the kicker has already been blocked once tonight. Surely they can't do it twice. 
but they did. And LSU loses by one point, 24 to 23 on a blocked extra point in what might be one of the most embarrassing games in recent LSU history. Well, yeah. Nah, it's top five. It's top five. Although I think the other four are them playing Alabama. <laughs> to be quite honest, uh, they've gotten dookie sheeted by us a couple of times. But no, like when I say that the one note for this game was holy shit, believe me when I say that, because that is the that that uh, there's no other way to explain this. This was yeah. I mean, you don't get way. much more of an electrifying ending than a no. muffed punt. No. Into a fumble at the goal line, into a 99-yard drive, just to fail at a blocked kick. No, no, absolutely, just absolutely. I loved it because that's. I mean, we we saw college football at its finest this 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 weekend. Like, I cannot think of a better because I've I, I remember saying this specifically last year. I think Labor Day weekend was boring as hell. Like, ever all the Thursday night games were boring. The Friday night games were boring. Bama had an okay game. I think there was one top 10 matchup or something. I don't know. The Mon- the Sunday night game was boring and the Monday night game, all blowouts. This week, every day, all five days, well, so far, all four, have just been, it's just been amazing. You could not ask for better football this weekend. And I'm so, I'm so happy. And it's great because we're just starting. We're just starting. This is just week one. I'll Next say week- Friday was a bit mid, but the other days well, were pretty solid. You can, you can, you can, uh, you know apologize for it next week i won't oh okay based next week uh looking pretty decent we got uh no thursday games looks like in this coming week friday we got louisville oh, ucf yeah. nfl kickoff that's true that's true forgot about that we'll talk about that in a second uh louisville at ucf friday night don't care um my alma mater southern miss is playing miami in miami uh, who is currently a 26-point favorite. So, Very base. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. Uh, we lost to Liberty by three points last night. Not happy about that. but Two points. Two points? Oh, that's even worse. Thanks for telling me that. Uh, the marquee game. In uh, quadruple overtime. Great. Thanks. Making it better. Making it better. Um, the marquee game for this Saturday Game day will be in Austin, Texas at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium as Texas host number one, Alabama. Uh, Q, yours, Qu- is it Quentin yours? Is his first name, I think? Qu- Quantry? Quinn. Qu- something. Quarterback from Texas. Quinn? All right. Is n- not bad. He's actually not bad. Now, yeah, they did play like, who they play? Like, who gives a shit? University? 16 for 24, 225, two touchdowns. Sure, that sounds cool, but um, he's going up against Bryce Young. So uh, this will be the first. This will be a very early road test for Alabama. I will say 20-point favorites. The line right now is 61, or the over-under, sorry. The over-under is 61. I'm going to say take the under. I'm feeling the under on that one. Very bold. I, I feel like Alabama's gonna take a little bit of time to get uh figured out you know up against a competent defense i'm gonna say they're going to cover but not much not much and texas won't really score much at all so um i'm gonna say take the under on that one i look forward to being wrong when alabama scores 70 points <laughs> uh ohio state's got a little bit of an easy one playing arkansas state um 
Arkansas itself, though, is going to be playing South Carolina. That's going to be interesting because... Oh, God. I forgot fucking... Spencer Rattler's in South Carolina. Oh, my God. Well, Spencer... Like, if I could just choose one player to go away forever, I want it to be Spencer Rattler. I am tired hearing the name Spencer Rattler. Yeah, the first time I heard about him was when I saw some, like, drama about how he's a major piece of shit. As a he is a major piece of shit. He is a major diva. Nobody fucking likes him. He got run out of Norman for a reason. He, you know, he had to run off to South Carolina. I, it's just... Whatever. Uh, that's going to be a good one. I think... I mean, Cincinnati was good, yes. South Carolina also good. It's going to be good to see Arkansas in an SEC test so either early in the year so we can see if they're actually for real. I'm going to say Arkansas is for real, but we'll find out next Saturday. Um, it's actually just a one-point... They're just they're just a one-point favorite, so... Um, over on... Uh, there's a... Sorry, sorry to cut in. There's a okay. school call, called Incarnate Word. Yes. Big big basketball school. Big basketball school. Um, I just... I, I glossed over it because I didn't, you know... It's Arkansas State. I just noticed OSU is a 44-point favorite. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I would not take the over on that one because it's almost 70. But given how their defense kind of was mid, maybe? I don't know. Uh, uh, that's probably more of a question on when they bench CJ Stroud, right? In, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. I would Then I would definitely not take... Yeah. Uh, don't take the over on that one. Uh, noticing Arkansas is only a one touchdown favorite. That seems fair. Uh, definitely cover on that one. Uh, Wake Forest Vanderbilt. Wake is only a one touchdown favorite. I, I definitely take the cover on that one. No, that seems. No, oh, they're definitely going to win by more than. No, 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 no. Take definitely cover on that one. Um, 60, 61.5 on the over under. I don't know how I feel about that one. Do you? I have no idea how I feel about that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that one. I do, however, feel weird about this when I look at it and I see that Vanderbilt is currently 2-0 and right now. That I mean, feels weird. Yeah, look at the teams they play. Sure, they play sure, Hawaii sure, 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 sure. Hawaii and Elon. Sure, sure, sure. It's still Vanderbilt, though. So, it feels weird. Um, yeah, well, they, they're uh, playing quite a few ranked teams this season and i imagine they're going to be losing most that's actually, of that's actually looking at what their schedule is oh yeah that's a rough one northern illinois though they could win that one. Oh, oh no oh no that late september early october skid yeah just, oh no at alabama and tuscaloosa back at home versus ole miss and then heading over to athens for oh yeah, no, that's not uh, not great. <laughs> Rip. Not going to be a fun few weeks for them. Not going to be a fun few weeks for them. No, that's uh, maybe if you're a fan, maybe you take up hiking or something that weekend. Um, NC State will playing be playing Charleston Southern. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Southern Utah, Utah will be playing Southern Utah. I'm sure they can handle that one. Notre Dame. Oh my God, this is just next week is like Cupcake Central. Notre Dame playing Marshall, Clemson playing Furman. Oh, ooh, I love this fucking game right here. App State at Texas A&M. I fucking love that game. Now, Tamu is a 17-point favorite. I'm not feeling that one. I think it's going to be closer than that. 
of uh, over under at 54. Slam that fucking over, baby. You hear me? Slam that fucking over. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, you might as well take the fucking uh, Aggies money line right now because fuck App State. That's a fair point. I did not think of that, actually. Fuck App State. Yeah, no, I forgot about that. Uh, you boys heading into Pitt to play Pittsburgh. Tennessee versus Pittsburgh. Tennessee is actually up almost a touchdown favorites. How do you feel about that? Uh, I love it. I actually love it too. I would love to see Tennessee come back in some meaningful way because it means more when we beat them third Saturday in October. Roll Tide. Well, I mean, now that I'm here, the program is sure. going to turn around. That's true, and that would actually be funny if it did because they have been trying a long time. So, um, yeah, 65 on the over-under. Uh... Yeah, so back to A&M, App State. A&M's money line is minus 800, which is basically not getting you any money. But you know what? Fuck it. Take it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Listen, folks. My man's, when he dedicates himself to hating something, you ain't going to pull him out of it. You just ain't. This is the way it is. Um, the over-under on, at 65 on Tennessee and Pittsburgh. I don't feel that one. I'm saying under on that one. I'm saying under on that one. Uh, Washington State, Wisconsin. Jesus Christ, Wisconsin is far away a favorite on that one. Uh, Kansas State at Cincinnati. Sanford at George. I mean, come on, Sanford. What do you expect? Uh, Akron, Michigan State. I got seeds. Houston, Texas Tech. Now that is an... (laughs) All right, two things on this one. This is an interesting one. First off, it's being played at Jerry World, AT&T Stadium. Very based. Very based. Texas Tech is a favorite by a field goal, which is interesting. The Not un- over under 65 Texas Tech, we slam that fucking over. When Texas Tech plays, you slam the fucking over, especially when it's Houston. Um, D. Smith, quarterback for TTU this past week, 14 for 16, not throwing a lot. But listen to this. 221 for four touchdowns. Slam that fucking over. Slam that fucking over. Love to see it. Kent State, Oklahoma. You know. Kentucky, Florida. Now, that's an interesting one. Florida, obviously not ranked, but beating Utah, I do see them being propelled into the top 25. So with Kentucky's win last week, this will make this a top 25 matchup in Gainesville. Florida is only a 4.5 favorite. 51 point over under. I honestly don't. I don't know about that one. That's that. That's just a pick em, honestly. Like, whatever you think, go with it, baby. Uh, I feel good about that over under. I'm going to say under on that one, though. Maybe. But as far as who wins outright, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, that that one goes either way in my in my book. Uh, Kentucky's playing really good. Florida's I don't know. Really though good. only a fifty one for the over under. Florida put up thirty points in a not very well played game against rank one. That's like true. They put, that's that's true. Okay. Suck says slam the over, so we slam the over. All right. You didn't. He didn't say slam the over, but I heard slam the over. So. Uh, Ole Miss welcoming uh, Central Arkansas, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State welcoming Arizona State at a 54 over under? Uh, slam the over on that one. 
definitely slam the fucking up. God. Sanders, quarterback for Oakland State, 28 for 41, 406 yards for four touchdowns. Slam the fucking over. Slam. Yeah, man. They both put up 40 plus points this yeah. week. So, yeah. <laughs> slam. I don't know. Over who, 54. I don't know who came up with that, but yeah, slam that over. Uh, Oklahoma definitely wins outright, but um, I'm going to say. I'm going to say Arizona beats the spread, though. I'm going to say it's a close game. Again, Very bold. Uh, yeah, again, I am not I, I have, I, I'm not a betting professional. Do not listen to what I have to say. Uh, USA playing, USC playing Stanford. Heavy favorite. Well, not heavy favorites. Touchdown and field goal, but... Uh, oh, oh, God. Hawaii at Michigan in the big house. Michigan is a 50-point favorite. Jesus Christ. Oof. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, that spread's getting covered. That spread's getting covered. I'm not. I don't know about the over under on that one. Sixty five. I can see them beating that, but mm, I, I say. I don't know, under. dude. Hawaii has let teams score fifty six points on them. Per That's game. true, but I I feel like Michigan's gonna Michigan will hit the brakes pretty early in on that. Jesus Christ! I'm just looking at this Shager quarterback for Hawaii. Forty for sixty eight, three hundred ninety one yards, four, not touchdowns interceptions base which i mean they they have 56 points per game put up against them by not ranked team yeah who have they played actually uh vanderbilt, vanderbilt and western kentucky yeah vanderbilt put 63 on them yeah you know what fuck it slam the over slam the over uh eastern michigan comes into eugene to play oregon uh no no information on that Oregon obviously going to be playing pissed. I would take Oregon in that. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the stats for it, but I would take Oregon. Let me look it up. Yeah, um, I would take Oregon outright. Definitely Eastern Washington. I've never even heard of them. Uh, and then finally, we got a late night game Saturday. Number ten Baylor versus number twenty five BYU. BYU is just barely a field goal favorite. Um, I see this one going either way. But didn't Baylor score sixty nine fucking points? Yeah, I guess Albany, but still, never even heard. I didn't even know Albany had a school. Uh, my brother went. Th- oh, okay. Well, good. Well, good. he w- he went to uh, a school a school that's now broken off from there. But oh, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, still seventy, almost seventy points in any game against anyone is still fairly impressive. I mean, there's just like a logistics. Yeah. It's just a logistics issue at that point. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's looking great for week two. Um, but more importantly, what else is this week? The NFL kickoff, baby. Fuck yeah, I cannot. It felt so dirty today, man. It. I. I hate. That's the one thing I hate about Labor Day weekend, right? Is that you know Sunday, all you're gonna be watching is HBCUs. Not that there's anything wrong with that. HBCUs play decent ball. But you know that's all you're going to be seeing. There's no NFL. And can we have a moment of silence from me for a little bit? No NFL red zone this year. No NFL red zone. Ooh. I dropped DirecTV, so I don't get it. I'll look in to see if I can get it cheap through YouTube TV, but it is what it is, as they say. So to kick it off, we're kicking off from Inglewood, California, with the Super Bowl champions, the Rams, welcoming the Bills. Huge game. Huge and Bills, fucking. of course, being current Super Bowl favorite. 
That's true. And they are a field goal favorite. So, you know what? Run us through the uh, run us through it. All right. So, of course, Buffalo uh, Rams. I'm staying away from betting that one because that could go any fucking yeah. way. They're both very good yeah. teams. They have very good defenses. So I'm going to stay away from that one. Then uh, our 1 p.m. Sunday slate, you've got Saints-Falcons. Fuck the Dirty so Division Bird, rivals. So the Saints have a lot to prove this year with new head coach. Looking you know, great in preseason. No. Yeah, but preseason is preseason. The Falcons also great in preseason. I know. Um, I do like the Saints to cover their 5.5 spread here, though. 100%, yeah. Uh, the Falcons are just kind of a clown team. They've got Marcus Mariota at quarterback. So, I mean, I like Marcus Mariota, but yeah, I, he's, yeah. A, he, oh, he's, he's all right. He's, he's been a backup for a few years now. I'm not convinced he deserves a starting job, but Fair. what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we got the 49ers versus the Bears with the Trey Lance versus Justin Field. Oof. Very exciting. Although uh, the the 49ers still have a very, very good team outside of their quarterback. So you can expect some good stuff out of them. Debo Samuel is uh, quite the football player. Uh, what, and then uh, Steelers-Bengals. That's going to be a matchup. Uh, Steelers, I believe, have named Nickelodeon most valuable player. Mitchell Trubisky is their yeah, starting quarterback. Most of their fans still want them to say Kenny Pickett, but they're going to yeah. run Mitchell Trubisky until he clearly fails. Kenny Pickett's out of uh, West Virginia, right? No, he's out of Pitt. Same thing. I mean, basically, but I mean, he he played in the Steelers facilities in college, essentially. So. Hmm. And, uh, of course, the Bengals are the returning Super Bowl losers, <laughs> which, I mean... yeah. If they fix their O line, that team is going to be disgusting. So, mm-hmm. is Joe Joe Burrow's healthy, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Joe Burrow's healthy, despite getting sacked like the most times ever in the playoffs. Well, is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Eagles Lions. Now that's a uh, not a great showing. I, I mean, think, I think that's some, of, I think that's about the time I start taking a nap. Yeah, I mean. That that's at the one PM slot, so you won't be watching that game anyway. Oh, Saints, yeah, you're right. Better game though. Yeah, uh, but I gotta say, uh, love the Lions head coach. Who is it? Dan head coach Campbell. Dad, yeah. And uh, he's not one of them like super smart fellers, but he sure can talk. Hey, it's all you need. Yeah, and then uh, I I do like the Eagles to win that. I think I'm not. Listen, you're not going to like me saying this. I'm not big on Jalen Hurts. Hey, but yeah, no, 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 no. That that don't hurt my that hurts my mama's feelings. That don't hurt my feelings because coming right. up on this next game though, that's where you might hurt my feelings because right. Patriots Dolphins. I hate to see that. That's yeah, I mean, that's that's Bama QB war. versus Bama QB. I hate to see it. Two of my two literally like two of my top three favorite Bama QBs all time. Hate Sam. And you know the Dolphins are favorites in that, and yep. I'm kind of liking the Dolphins here. But only by a field goal. Yes, but only by a field goal. But I mean, if Tua to Tyreek is anything like Mahomes yep. to Tyreek, and if the Patriots keep looking like how they did, looked like how they did in practice in preseason. 
I, I think I'm like the, I want. I think the I, Dolphins have a high chance of blowing that game. I want to be a big Patriots fan, but I just feel like they're they're still at least a year away from figuring out what the fuck they're they're gonna be. And it's down in Miami in the September heat. Oh yeah, AccuWeather AccuWeather putting that at 87 degrees in Miami, so you already know that's about 105 percent humidity. And we got a. Uh... Ravens, Jets, which I mean, just take the Ravens. The Jets have fucking Joe Flacco playing quarterback. Wait, what? Yeah. How old is Joe Flacco at this point? Very. Yeah, that's right. He won a Super Bowl for the Ravens like 20 years ago. Joe Flacco is 37? I... I feel like that's way younger than I thought he would be. Jesus. I... Okay. All right. But yeah, Zach Wilson like got hurt in like the oh, first play yeah. of a preseason I game. Oh yeah, about that. That was that Fucked was a brutal injury too. Yeah, I think he's going to be missing a first couple of games. So mm-hmm. I mean, listen, the Jets are going to get a high pick again. I don't care what you say. They're playing against the Patriots, the mm-hmm. Bills, and the yeah. Dolphins in their division. They're yeah. getting fucked. Yeah. Uh, Commanders, Jaguars. No idea how that game's going to end up. None. Because Carson Wentz is dog shit. Mm -hmm. I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got, he shows flashes of the talent he's supposed to have. Mm -hmm. But that team has been the number one pick for two seasons in a row now. And I mean, admittedly, they did have fucking Urban Meyer as head coach, like fingering girls. Yeah, well, well, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. No, there was, there was nothing alleged about that. That You're right, you're right, actually. The Jaguars, to me, in my mind, are kind of in like the same place the Dolphins have been the past couple of years and kind of still are. That's just almost yeah. like a perpetual rebuilding because they just can't. It almost feels like a front office like coaching dispute because nobody, someone has one idea and someone else has another, and they're just not gelling. And they keep going back and forth trying to like recruit and well, not recruit, but you know, trade and draft two different ideas at the same time and you just get this weird mishmash of players and it just nothing ever clicks yeah i mean i believe they were 2017 to 2018 they made it to the afc championship game actually the jaguars to where they got the shit beat out of them by tom brady and they've basically been a completely losing team ever since based I don't really know how you go from having a almost Super Bowl team to just blowing it up the very next year, but uh, they, fa- they Sadiq, found a way. Sadiq Khan. Hey, that dude spends a lot of money on football. I'll tell you he what. He does. And his son spends even more on wrestling. Very base. Did I just make that up? I think I just made all that up. Sadiq Khan is the mayor of London. <laughs> Who the fuck am it's, I thinking of? <laughs> it's, it's a con for sure. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's definitely some, you know what? I don't care. It's some guy. It's a guy. And I'm pretty sure his no, son it, is... It's, however you want to pronounce Shahid or maybe Shahid? it's also Shahid Khan. Jaguars Khan. Shahid. Okay, it's, so it was close. Shahid it, Khan. Very close. Yeah. Um, Basically the All same. right, yes, and Tony Khan. Yes, yes, yes. Tony Khan, who is like one of the owners of AEW. Okay, yeah, I didn't just make all that up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And then uh, we also have Browns, Panthers. Browns coming into Carolina. To I play love Baker this game. Field Panthers. I love this game. Uh, Carolina's only a 2.5 point favorite. Absolutely take that. Mm-hmm. 
Baker's going to beat the shit out of the Browns. Yeah, they he's, have fucking he's playing Jacoby angry. Brissett playing quarterback. Gross. Who? Jacoby Brissett, a longtime backup. Uh, that name doesn't even ring a bell, man. It should. I want to say he was a Dolphins backup last year and then like some other shit team backup. I don't even know how to spell that, but I somehow got it right. Where did he even go to school? Florida? What? Man, that... Okay, Uh, you know what? Whatever. Sure, whatever. He's been a long-time backup quarterback who is now starting because of the whole Deshaun Watson incident. Sure, 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 sure. And the last one o'clock game is a uh, Colts Texans, which I mean, Colts are, I think they have something like nine or 10 pro bowlers on their roster, which is like the most. That's pretty good. And then they, they had, and that was with Carson Wentz at quarterback last year. This year they picked mm-hmm. up Matt Ryan mm. and uh, people are pretty high on them. I think they're a good bet to win this game. Obviously. Who's the, who's the QB of the Texans now? <laughs> Plutch in on this. Davis Mills. Who? Exactly. Okay. Where do you go to school? Listen, this man was their starter for last year. Looked absolutely terrible, and they still said, you know what? We're going to stick with him. He went to Stanford. What? Last year. How many games did he start last year? No, I don't. Stats. There it is. Games played, so played 13 of the 17 games. So started almost every single game for them. Put up 2,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. And I said, yeah, this guy is our starter next year. Didn't even consider any other the big-name quarterbacks that moved around. I don't know how you fucked that up, but the Texans have been kind of insane the last few years. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's essentially the consistency you've come to expect from the Texans. Yep. Then going into 425, we have some uh, big ticket games in the schedule. We got Giants, Titans. Titans are the favorites, and they should win this. The Giants are terrible, which kind of pains me growing up as a Giants fan. Mm-hmm. But Daniel Jones could be the guy. Never although, enough to be the guy. Although, don't count this out, but we have not mentioned yet what Sunday is. Uh, 9-11. 9-11 at the Meadowlands? You don't think there's a little bit of patriotic fervor there? Maybe push well, them it's, over? It's uh, 9-11 in Nashville. So That's a solid point. That's a solid point. Um, I don't... Yeah, right. All right. Moving on. Yeah, with uh, uh, Derrick Henry having an offseason to heal after his injury, I'm pretty sure he's going to come out and have a big game. Although if he gets hurt, they're fucked. Hurts, it hurts. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is their entire offense. Ryan <laughs> really Daniel is. is terrible. Although yes. I will say the Titans had the most injured roster, like amount of players total mm-hmm. last year, and they still managed to finish as the number one seed. So mm-hmm. pretty good on their part. No, Henry is just disgusting. Like he's absolutely, he it makes me, it makes me sick watching him play. We, there was a reason we used to call him El Tractorito because he is a fucking, and he tractor. murders people. In the he field. does literally. War crimes. Yeah, he looks like he missed two games. Oh no, he only played eight games last year. Yeah, so. no, it was he was out a despite lot. Despite that, despite that, the, the Titans still managed to get first seed, and people are pretty down on the Titans this year. So, 
maybe that's uh, one of their take their win total for the year. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, then we got a classic rivalry, Packers Viking. We'll have to see it with old hippie ayahuasca smoking, consuming Aaron Rodgers. Interestingly enough, they're only a point and a half. Favorite. Yeah, I'm seeing that. That's crazy. I feel like, I mean, I I feel like that's free money. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yes, no Devonte Adams, but. Aaron Rodgers makes his receivers better. It's just going to yeah. happen. And I mean, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Vikings have a new head coach this year. They appear to be, uh, the GM is very much at odds with Kirk Cousins. So, oh, now you I'm not do convinced. hate to see that. Yeah. If you Kirk Cousins is one of those like litmus test guys. Like if you don't like Kirk Cousins, there's something wrong with you, not Kirk Cousins. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, big game, Chiefs, Cardinals. Uh, personally, I think the Cardinals are very overrated. I don't think Car- Kyler Murray is good at all. No. But for some reason, people love Kyler Murray. So. It's a baby face. The dude is like 5'9". It's the baby face uh, and the baby body then, I guess. Uh, I don't know. The Chiefs are four and a half point favorites. Take the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Even without Tyreek Hill, they still have Kelsey, who, despite being in tight end, led the... Has like... I think the stats like over the past six years, he has the most yards receiving and touchdowns despite being a tight end. Mm-hmm. Kelsey's really good at football and so is Mahomes, so I'd take the Chiefs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders, Chargers. That's a spicy one. For those of you who remember last year, that's that was their last matchup for the end of the regular season where whoever won that made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of beef there. Actually, oh, yeah. I think if they went to overtime and tied, they both would have made the playoffs, but they didn't do that. They And they went to overtime, but still. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And like, there was a very real chance of the tie happening, and then the Chargers did some dumb shit and ended up losing, so that's on the... <laughs> oh, now, Brand. the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley, all about statistics, oh, loves God. going for it on fourth down. Kind of the Lane Kiffin type of guy. Yeah, but... I really enjoy the always going for it on fourth down mentality. So yeah, it's good, honestly, it's good watch. Same. Yeah, same, same, hard, same. And the Chargers got a bunch of people in the offseason, and so did the Raiders. So should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Sunday night football. Oh um, boy, dude, I'm hyped for this. I'm hyped to shit Bucks for this. Cowboy. Tom Brady's back. Another year, 45 years old. Dak Prescott. Bucks are only a point and a half favorites. I'm taking the Bucks and then some. Yeah, that feels like free money. Yeah, I mean, now they're o- the Bucks O line is banged up. They, they're out there center Ryan Jensen, who's been a core part of the team for a few years now. But mm-hmm. I mean, Brady's gonna fling that ball. He's got so many wide receivers right. now, especially picking up Julio and Jones. It's the Cowboys. It is the Cowboys. They Cowboys will find are a way to fuck up. Interestingly, the uh, ESPN poll here on who's going to win is 62% in favor of the Cowboys. I mean, that's that's pure homerism. That's pure homerism. And then finally, Monday Night Football, you got Russell Wilson and the Broncos heading into Seattle. Which, I mean, that one's going to be ugly. In that the Broncos are going to beat the shit out of Seattle. 
Who who replaced Russell Wilson? Geno Smith. I'm sorry. There's, uh, I think there was a bug in Discord. I heard you say Geno Smith. Yeah, we went over this last week. Yeah, I know. I know we did. But I feel like we need to go over it one more time because I... Are you sure they have Geno Like the Geno Smith drafted by the Jets, Geno Smith. Played at West Virginia. Wasn't he drafted by the Giants? Pretty sure he's drafted by the Jets. Maybe he's just been on the Giants and the Jets. I think he's been all over the place. He's been on the Jets for four years, the Giants, the Chargers, and now the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah, so they had... uh, Either Geno Smith or Drew Locke, and apparently Drew Locke couldn't beat Geno Smith. So, I okay, all right, whatever, <laughs> whatever, sure. Listen, I will say Geno Smith looked all right in the few games he started last year when Russell Wilson was hurt. I mean, look, I, I, I obviously like Geno Smith was huge in football uh, in college. I remember them beating Baylor at home uh, in 2013. Huge game, huge upset. Love to see it. I want to see Geno Smith be good. I just haven't seen it yet. So. I mean, his starting stats for last year across four games were it's 70% or 68% completion rate, five touchdowns, one interception. So decent stats, considering he's been a backup for like seven years now. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the Broncos are a very good team. Doubly so with Russell Wilson leading the charge now. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if you've ever watched the fucking Russell Wilson going on saying Broncos country, let's ride, but I uh, let's ride. Yeah, no. <laughs> Four. So what's the spread on that game? Poor Russell Wilson. Wow, the, the Broncos are only a 6.5 favorite. Saying that's free money? I feel like that's low. I feel like that's free money. Okay, well. Reminder, though, for legal uh, reasons, neither of us are betting experts, and you should not listen to us. Correct. Although my my personal favorite free money of the week is going to be parlaying together a Colts, Ravens, and Titans all to win their game. That gets you to a plus 143. Versus like the minus 300 each of those games are. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's NFL for the week. Should be a good, good slate of games. I'm so excited, man. I'm just I'm Me so excited. I love it. Now Thursday night game. I think who's calling the who's the what network is Thursday uh, night on? Thursday? Well, it's on like Amazon. Well, no, that, that starts week two. It doesn't start. Oh, okay. Well, it's Al Michaels uh, yeah, and so Kirk Herbstreit. Or does that not start two, week yeah. two? That's week two. So it's week one. It's on NBC. I don't really know why that is, but. Oh, that's, uh, that's weird because I could have sworn I saw a commercial earlier with Kurt Herbstreit shilling Thursday Night Football unless he was shilling week two before right. week one. That's, I don't know, fucking... Which, like, even then they might be calling it, but it's broadcasted on NBC okay. for some reason. I have, I th- I have no I idea how calling. that's working. I think but... they're calling it, but yeah, actually, I don't see... Yeah, NBC, oh my God, that's stupid. Whatever. Yeah, and it starts on Prime the week after that, which maybe they'll keep streaming it on Twitch. That was pretty based when they were doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing nothing says NFL football like spamming poggers and chats. So. Yeah, and then uh, the big game commentators for the network, since those like all moved around this year. Really? So NBA, or, yeah, so Prime, Kirk Herbstreet, Al Michaels, pretty based. Love to see it. Uh, CBS, I guess that didn't move. That's still like Tony Romo. and Love to see that, too. Them. 
Uh, so hold on, I wait, believe. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so is Al Michaels not with NBC anymore? No, he left NBC. He took that back. Went to Amazon. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, NBC is still. I believe it's Chris Collinsworth and uh, Tariqa. Tariqa, yeah. And then Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are on ESPN now. No shit. Yep. That's gonna be weird. Well, who's yep. with Fox then? And Fox is, I think, Greg Olson, and then one other guy. Ugh. Greg Olson has the personality of a wet bag. Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson are calling the Fox games oh, for their main, what? their primetime game. What a fucking downgrade from yeah. Aikman and Buck to that. Oh, rip Fox, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. Oh. Which, although I will say, I mean, Tom Brady's in the lineup to be that once he retires. So that's rip Fox for now. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm most disappointed about the Al Michaels thing. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth are just like, even though they haven't been together like a huge amount of time, to me, that's like an iconic Sunday night sound. And to not have that anymore is a little sad, actually. So, yeah. Oh, well, I don't like Tariqo that much, but I guess I'll have to get used to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll be your Thursday night sound. No. That's... Not great because I usually don't watch Thursday night games that much, but I guess I'll have to start. So, all right. I think yeah, there's no. some pretty banger Thursday night games this year. So, hopefully. Um, when is our next overseas game? Uh, I feel like it's I like the it's end of the month. Pretty early on. It's like the end of the month or something. Well, anyway, yeah, no. Great weekend coming up ahead of us. Uh, no college Thursday, of course, NFL kickoff. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I think this is going to be a huge year for football, like in general, just like, Oh yeah. I I've said, I said this about like, uh, like video games and like anime on the other show several times, but it feels like just everything, even though last year, like we, everything was back air quotes from lockdowns and shit. It still felt like there was just, we were still in a lull. Well, I think even like in the NFL last year, there was still COVID restrictions yeah. within oh, the yeah. teams themselves. Yeah. And I think those are gone. Now. Yeah. But it just and feels to answer like... answer your uh, overseas question, week five, Sunday, October 9th. Oh, October 9.30 a.m. Eastern. We've got the Giants at Green Bay in London. Oh, okay. Um, it just feels like 2020, though, finally, like culturally, everything has gotten back to normal. And I just feel like this year, it's going to be huge. If this week, yeah. this weekend was any indicator of where football's going this year, it's going to be huge. But anyway, yeah, Very no, I, so. uh, I really like doing this on Sunday night. This was good. Yeah, I know we talked about like still doing it last night for college, but it was nice to be able to like digest everything. And I'm another thing. I'm very happy that we got to do it tonight, so we could talk about that fucking LSU FSU game. So yeah, uh, yeah, very great. Uh, we will be back next Saturday, Sunday. Sorry, Freudian. Next Sunday, same time, 11 Central, talking uh, talking NFL, actually. So next week's show will be finally like the full length of what it's supposed to be. So be a little bit of a, <laughs> you could call it a little bit of a beefy show next week. Get it? Get it? Yeah. All right. Well, um, see everyone next week. Goodbye. Hell yeah, brother.